Andreas Suvaliatis is a self-described gay immigrant who deals with autism. Now, in his renowned TED Talk and in his brand new book entitled Misfit, he explains that those labels actually aren't negatives. In fact, he argues that's actually where he gets the majority of his strength from, and he's been able to use those labels to become what he calls a change maker and start his charity called Six Degrees that promotes diversity, inclusion, and global citizenship and Andreas joins us here now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Andreas, good afternoon, and thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Let's start with uh, the title of your book, which mentions several titles. And I think in this day and age, people are very hesitant when it comes to titles and to put labels on things. But you actually found that to be empowering. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So uh, as I'm sure you noticed on the cover of the book, other than the main title, which is Misfit, it actually has four labels for myself, autistic, gay, immigrant change maker. And I, you know, some people think that's so much in your face, um, but I did it on purpose. I actually believe that labels are liberating. It's important for us to not only know who we are, but to talk about who we are. That's what gives us the license to be ourselves, to not have to fake our personalities and try to be different than who we truly are in life. Because, you know, we spend so much of our lives running around trying to be something else or trying to be something that people think we should be. And I think to your point, it's only when we embrace who we truly are that we can reach our greatest potential. Absolutely. And it's such wasted effort, such wasted energy. I grew up like that. I grew up in a society that uh, in a time when uh, you really, really had to be normal, right? There was such a thing as normal. And, uh, and I spent so much of my own energy for so many years trying to be that normal guy. Imagine somebody on the spectrum trying to not come across as if you're on the spectrum. Imagine a gay person trying to hide such an important part of our personal lives. And and frankly, imagine an immigrant to this beautiful country trying to sound not like an immigrant. Uh, When I first came to Canada, believe it or not, just to fit in, I called myself Andy. Uh, which was such a ridiculous thing to do. And then, yeah. and then when, I was, uh, when I got into my professional career, I thought it should sound a little more professional, so I called myself Andrew. Right. And so it wasn't <laughs> until about 10 years ago that I came to my senses and thought, you know what, I should be who I am. My, my legal name is Andreas. My birth name is Andreas. Let's just finally go back to the authentic thing. Uh, unbelievable. And uh, that uh, last label, change maker, uh, when did you kind of embrace that or, or add that? Was there kind of a, an aha moment for you? There was. Um, I was always a conventional business guy until about a dozen years ago. And, and frankly, I credit my autism for that. Uh, because of my super math-obsessed autistic brain, uh, when climate change became a bit of a topic, when Al Gore came out with a movie and all that, I realized that I had a bit of an edge over those other normal people out there because I understood climate change or understood weather and climate in so much more precise detail than most other people. And as a marketer and as a CEO of a marketing company at the time, I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to change the game. This is going to change everything in the future about how we talk to consumers, how consumers by the billions behave out there and so on. And I thought this might be the one time in my life where I have a bit of an edge, a bit of a niche because I'm noticing this before everyone else, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for me to invent something before anybody else does. And so the only real invention moment in my life was back then. I came up with the idea of harnessing the massive power of my industry, the marketing industry, and more specifically, the points industry for good. I created the world's first points program for protecting the environment, right. like an eco points program. And eventually out of that came my current business, which is Carrot, Carrot Rewards. So it was all about harnessing the power of a very, very popular industry, but harnessing it for good. 
And what was incredible is that because I was autistic, I happened to think about this before anybody else did. Yeah. Let me ask you, uh, when you talk about being a change maker and making a difference and being autistic, that's obviously a big subject uh, in this province in Ontario over the last uh, month or so. It's mm-hmm. uh, been in the news. Uh, how can we harness our power to, to better help those that are on the spectrum, do you think? To be honest with you, I think we're doing it already. I just uh, I look at all the coverage uh, and all the all the frustration that's out there in the media right now about what's happening with autism funding and so on. And I, I pinch myself and I think, my God, what a wonderful world we live in now compared to where the time when I was growing up, right? Everybody now cares about the issue. Everybody understands uh, what autism is and how many of our friends' kids may be on the spectrum and everybody cares to make a difference. And for me, that is such a remarkable thing to, to see happening. And it kind of links back to your first question about labels, right? It is so important to anchor our behaviors and our passions on labels, to talk about autism, to talk about the fact that our kid might be autistic, as opposed to trying to shove it under the carpet. Have you always been uh, this way in terms of your thinking? Because what you're just describing there to me is kind of a a glass half full person, somebody that looks at the, rather than just gets into the minutia of the day, you just kind of pulled back and went, wow, look where we are today and where we can be going tomorrow. I've been accused of that, yes. (laughs) And and when I was a kid, my mother used to think that it would actually harm me because I was too rosy, colored glasses kind of a kid. But it's incurable, and I don't mind it. It's been my fuel for going and creating really, really out there things and businesses. Yeah, and that thinking kind of really goes back to your early days. I know as a teen, when you came here to Canada, you say you, you were drawn to this country because we were, quote, a society of misfits. <laughs> That's a peculiar label, if you will. Uh, <laughs> why did you come up with that, and why do you feel that way about Canada? Well, first of all, I, I really think we are a society of misfits because we are all so different from each other. Where else do you get such a fantastic mosaic of, of, of nationalities and languages and everything else you can imagine. And where else do you get this amazing amount of inclusion? You know, nobody thinks of me as being different because I'm Greek or of someone else of being different because they're Muslim. This is our country. This is, we're all here together and we've created this fantastic model for the world, frankly. So I, again, maybe you'll accuse me of being a little bit too glass half full, <laughs> but I just love what we stand for. And that's exactly why every penny Uh, that uh, comes out of the sale of my book goes to my favorite charitable project, which I helped co-create a few years ago. It's a global uh, inclusion conversation called Six Degrees. What would you say to those that are listening? And I think there's a lot of people that have similar values, if you will, or sentiments uh, to to what you've exposed uh, here in this uh, interview, but uh, they just kind of get beaten down by the system. I mean, you've been somebody that's been able to take that and really kind of uh, infect some change. How has it you been able to do that, put those words, those values, and put it into action? I think, I think my transformation was because I got tired of trying to fit into the system. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm not claiming that I don't fit in at all. I obviously have to still behave in a quasi-normal way out there, and I still have to drive a car according to the laws and so on. But I got tired of trying to be normal, quote-unquote. I realized that being myself felt so much more real, so much more authentic, gave me so much more energy, and it's so much better for society. It's so important for all of us to be ourselves. So my advice to everybody else is be yourself. Figure out what's weird about you, because all of us are really weird. Figure out your edges, and instead of just thinking of them as edges and as trouble, Think of them as competitive edges. You know, every single edge we have can be harnessed somehow to make us stand out, to make us feel different, to make us think different, to make us inventors perhaps. Who knows? Yeah. What a great message. What an empowering message. Uh, Andreas, really appreciate the time and thanks so much uh, for coming in today. My genuine pleasure. Thank you.